1: We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy new year.
0: Woo! My favorite Christmas song. I was trying to. I can't find it. It's on one of my mum's Christmas CDs back at home. And you know when I've got like a memory of it in my head, and every time I try and sing it, it doesn't come out right. Oh, please uh, go ahead. Well, there's, we there's a bit it in is. it. There's a bit in it that goes something like, uh something like that. But it's like a singy bit where the person like it's all like synthy and ethereal, and there's this, and it's and I,
1: I can't do it again.
0: No, I can't do that again. Oh, why do you think you're getting there? Okay, ready. Now. I
1: had I had a little test of it. Something like,
0: oh man, how did, oh, let's come back to it. I'm trying too hard now. I'm trying to You're you're just you're winding me up. I know you are.
1: I'm not, I'm not. I'm mm. not. You know, I, I, I've got a real love for um, Chuck Berry's um, reindeer song. What's the? What is it? My um, little Chester. Did I tell you that Chester is in? Is in like a little elite squad? at his gymnastics club. Oh, good training. Good for, he's following in his mother's footsteps, and he's training for competition, which is really cool. And uh, he's going to be a little reindeer in the gymnastics Christmas display. Love it. Oh. And the really? Chuck Berry reindeer song came on. He went, "Mummy, this, this is this, this is a song. This is a song." So on Sunday, I'm going to be proud, mummy, right at the front, cheering along. Chester and his little merry band of reindeers. Have you, have
0: you, have you seen that? I don't, I don't spend much time watching reels, but one jump, jumped on my thing the other day, and it made me laugh. The, that little lad getting in the car and sharing with his mum how excited he is about the party. Got in there. the nativity, the obviously <laughs> holder number
1: three. Yeah. Me up. Well i I I'll tell you what, this 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 Christmas has been a fucking belter because not only is Chester a reindeer in the gymnastics display, little Noah. She's only fucking Mary, isn't she? Not like she's only Mary, I mean, in the
0: Surely, surely she's a goer. Mm-hmm. If they ever do if they ever do the arc,
1: she's a shoe-in. Surely you gotta think. Yeah, you gotta think she's a shoein. Or they might just reject her because she doesn't have an H on the end she's Still a different a bit, kind yeah. of Noah. she's one of the um first feminists from the Old Testament go look that story up that's where her name came from but yeah she's Mary she's got the bloody lead hasn't she in the nativity oh, so good proud of her good on. So
0: I remember this is I can remember um you remember that thing that we used to do well I don't know if you used to do this where I don't think they allow this anymore because it's well, this story will will say why they don't do allow this anymore. Where well, everyone you like, to, like get in a massive line and go round and round and round in a circle, and then it, and then basically you just did it until the person at the end of the line just went flying off and, in in a direction. Anyway, in primary school, I was at the end of the line, and that night I was um I was I was Joseph. I was a motherfucking Joseph. Oh, well I had, done. I was going to be the role mate, exactly, and I'm still I'm still um I'm living off the fumes of that even now, right? But I patted my face into a wall. <laughs> so I was just a mess. And I just have this image of me breaking down in the middle of the in the middle of the play and, and my teacher at the back just going, Go on, Sam. It's all right. You can go do on, it. Love. Go on, Sam. No, I am just go crying on. because of my oh. injuries from, from flying into a wall. Well Yeah, and I, they banned other Bulldog. <laughs> we used to play Bulldog as well. They yeah, banned, that got banned. banned. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. Banned it's not allowed, score, that got banned
1: That didn't last long. Um, and that was in the day when there's no elfin safety either. Oh, um, I've also had a facial injury at the weekend. I was um, I was in my uh, Jeeva Mukti extra long workshop special, and we were doing Pincher. It was off focus, purely on Pincher, and mm. at, within the build up, I was doing formidable face, and I literally squashed my nose and my um, jaw and chin. And so my nose has never felt quite the same since. But I did a fucking awesome, formidable face. Well done. If you don't know what that is, go and Google that and see what comes up. Awesomeness. Right. Well, I suppose we better talk about what we're supposed to be talking about, which is
0: keeping it real at Christmas. Because we know that Christmas, you know, we, we see these things. We were talking about the John Lewis advert. I don't think I've seen it this year yet. Have you seen it this year?
1: No, they, I don't, don't know, know if
0: they've got any money, so I don't know they don't,
1: know if uh, I don't watch the telly anymore. Are no. they struggling?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean I don't have a telly either, but sometimes so but I'll I'll sometimes watch you know, Master Chef, for example. Um but they Do don't you know what my, my
1: girls, girl's love Master Chef. And yeah. uh, Pearl's really gotten into it. And then Noah the other day in the car and way home went, Mummy, can we watch that programme where they make the lunch again, please? <laughs> <laughs> so good.
0: Oh, that's cute. Um yeah, so sometimes I catch, I, I will catch the old thing. If I'm watching, I might be watching Alone on Channel Four for our American viewers, which is a lot of you. You won't know what the bloody well, you will know Alone because it's an American program. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, yeah, we were saying how you know that kind of image of the compassion and love and sparkles and all that kind of stuff at Christmas. We we've been working in this space long enough now to know that it's it's not that's not how a lot of people always feel about Christmas. There might it might be their first Christmas where they're 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 having it solo perhaps perhaps their partner isn't with them anymore or perhaps perhaps the fact that they're not drinking is is bringing up a a whole bunch of insecurity and the podcast we just recorded about joy and silliness would be really helpful for that but i I, we want to honor i think we want to honor two things that we want whenever we're going into a any situation it could be the summer months it could be christmas it could be it doesn't matter when it is if we if we know that we've got some processing to do it it can be really easy to kind of get completely lost in the fact that we're going to have to be processing the whole time but it, there's nothing you're not doing it wrong in fact i would i would say you're it's a it's very effective to allow that time be kind to yourself have the processing time to be able to move through your feelings and emotions or whatever they might be and look towards the light as well you know you're not doing it wrong if you find ways to have a good time if you find ways to kind of hang out with people that you connect with and all that kind of stuff so when we say keeping it real we're kind this is kind of a bit of a an antidote to the kind of um i don't know well, everything's like joyful and amazing and 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 wonderful at Christmas when some people might not be feeling that way. So we want this is an uh, an ode. Is that the right way to put it? It's an ode to those people that might be feeling that way. So I don't know if I've set that up well, Eddie Crow. But yeah, that's yeah, what came said, out of my well,
1: mouth. I'd give that an eight out of ten. I think you've done a pretty good job. I'll take that. Um, there'll be a bunch of people that don't know who John Lewis is, and it's not John Lewis that was on our podcast <laughs> it's recently. A shot. It's the John Lewis that I, I, I thought that when. When John Lewis stood me up for an interview for TNMI, this Naked Mind Institute, I thought, because he his name was John Lewis, that it was a crackpot name, that like it was a joke, because John Lewis is a massive retailer here in the UK. Um like
0: Mark Spencer so, or something.
1: Yeah, Mark Spencer and John Lewis and Johnny Walker and all of that. Anyway, um, I'm getting into booze names. There's so many booze names. Uh, anyway, oh, God, no, my brain's going down a route. I don't want it to go down the whole point was that there you're you're faced with these ads these pictures these depictions mm-hmm. of what christmas is really like and it's all you know family and um you know a, an enormous feast and lots of gifts and and the reality is that you know i don't think my christmas dinner's ever looked like anything on a, <laughs> on one of these ads um i do my best with you know gifting but there are times where it's you know and particularly the last couple of years, it's been tricky, right? You know, people are, are, are really struggling. So, I I kind of get a bit um, uh, not irritated. I just I'm just very conscious that that's not reality for anybody, actually, and for us to make peace with what's manifesting itself currently in our own experience then you can experience the joy that's inherently there the peace mm. that's inherently there um the sparkle of christmas that is there you know irrespective of whether you are because you, you can you can be surrounded by people and, and still feel very fucking lonely very lonely indeed so i i do like the way that you set this up and um i think the underlying thing is that we want to assure you that or at least have you look in the direction of you can be merry and bright deeply inside, even if you don't feel merry and bright on the outside. Um,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I, I I, was just going to tell a very brief story of, I was putting the tree up at the weekend with the kids and there were, so Noah taking the nativity very seriously he was dressed up as Mary. She got baby Jesus under one arm, the full gambit on, and she was dressing the tree and doing that thing that parents um love where kids just put everything on the same branch pretty much <laughs> and the tree falls over. Oh, she's doing a really good job, Bless her. Uh, and then she kind of went off to do something else. And I had this moment where I was putting some things on the tree myself. And there's some so many memories in all of these, you know, every single thing that goes on the tree. You know, there's the 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 first. Uh, tree decoration that my neighbor bought for each of the kids and um th- there's like you know a, a, a mummy and pearl one of the, her first visit to Santa Claus and all of this are so many memories uh and putting the tree up in my old family home when we were together as a family you know it, th- there was so much um so much feeling in that and and so it's it, this is my second Christmas here. But it's still kind of strange, right? It's still kind of strange dressing a different tree. Is it really your second Christmas there? Yeah. yeah. is doing some mad shit. Yeah. Because I moved here just, well, beginning of November last year. Holy moly. I was going to say holy
0: shitballs, which is what my (laughs) mate says. I stopped myself and then said anyway. Sorry, do continue. (laughs) Holy shitballs.
1: Yeah. So it's. So it's still fairly fresh and it's still fairly new. And I had this moment of, like, well, a deep sadness and a loss. So it's not that I regret anything that's happened. It's not that I'm, you know, wishing that I hadn't made the decisions that I've made. But I can still honour that loss of mm. the family life that we had and the, um, the disappointment in that my marriage didn't work out the way that I'd always hoped that it would. And and what we're now jointly focused on is. Creating a a new relationship, a co-parenting relationship, and 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 that has lots of wonderful things about it and lots of challenging things about it. But it was this moment of I felt sadness, and you know I I cried a little bit, and it, it it's kind of this weird juxtaposition of like there I am in the middle of merry and bright and all of the you know beautiful lights and the the carols and the festive music in the background and. So I think people can kind of get swept up in that I should be happy, you know, that mm. judgment of I should be happy because it's Chris and 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 we, we can feel different, seemingly opposing emotions at the same time. And it was very important that I honored that sadness. Um there's um the other thing, the other little story about my Christmas tree is uh, God, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry, Sam. So probably this might have even been the year that I stopped drinking. I think it was because I remember it was the first time I come across Laura McCowan. I was listening to Laura McCowan telling her story to Annie Grace. Um, and I and I didn't know who Laura McCowan was, prior, Like I um, it, it was my first encounter with her and her her whole story with her daughter, like the whole thing was just so heart-wrenching. And I remember listening to her as I was dressing the tree and what have you and and so this is the the first Christmas that I've embarked upon not drinking bar there were like a couple of um, occasions where I chose to mindfully drink as I was you know before I went into the alcohol experiment so I was dressed in the tree and it was a really it had a really different feeling tone attached to it and underneath not so this isn't a conscious thing this is like at a subconscious level there was a level of um kind of deep sadness and knowing that that just things not being right in my life, things not feeling right, not living the um the life that I felt that I was meant to live. And I can't remember whether it's the same, whether it was that night or the next day, but I realized somebody had come to the front of the house, we had two holly bushes out the front and somebody had left something hung on the holly bush. And I went outside and looked and there was this knitted, uh, a knitted white angel Christmas tree decoration, Mm. very simple Christmas tree decoration. And around its um, hook at the top was a little note. And on the note, it said, never give up. And I just felt this like huge swell of emotion and I was, you know, a bit of a wreck. And and so every time I wheel this Christmas decoration out, it's it, it's such a poignant thing. And I remember when I first cause because I kind of got so upset with this this sentiment, you know, somebody had brought that to my door, and then um that it evoked such a reaction in me. It was almost like I was I, I felt that kind of familiar like pushing away feeling, but I didn't. I didn't, I allowed it in. And so even now I still get a little a little bit of that, but it's not a um I don't know whether I'm doing a good job of describing this, but it, it's not a it's not like a reminder of all of the years that I wasn't living my life in a wholehearted, authentic way. What it is instead is this real um appreciation of myself, the work that I've put in, everything that I've done for myself, and this massive beacon of hope. Because, you know, we're all going through stuff at times. And gosh, I'm going through some stuff again at the minute. But to have that as a as a mantra to never give up, so important. So throughout your tide, there will be little glimpses little glimmers little elements of sparkle and it might not feel entirely sparkly it might not present itself as a you know a very on the face of it happy thing but opening yourself up to those little gifts as they come along and being with yourself through the experience so valuable
0: yeah it It really is a gift like if there's some often if there's something that we've been avoiding feeling um something like christmas you know life's gonna bring it out of us Mm. it's 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 and that's just a really natural process it's it's sort of like there might be some open loop in us some emotional loop that we haven't healed that christmas is this opportunity it's like yeah okay i want to be healed now i just want to be felt i just want to close this loop um or you know, close a close it to a degree or whatever it might be, and, and the mechan- like it's the mechanics of um, how our experience is created that's important to know because I, I love what you said about how because I think a lot of people they have it coded as well you're either happy or you're sad the idea that you'd be both is kind of doesn't really fit into the into the paradigm the emotional paradigm that we've kind of been taught but the thing about joy and happiness like pleasure like we can kind of bring certain things into our body that might give us sh- some shorthand pleasure you know eat some chocolate cake or something like that there's often associated pain that comes with it of like the sugar crash or you know the the whatever it is of alcohol the 20 minutes followed by the four hours of feeling crap if we if we don't keep drinking that kind of thing but when it comes to happiness and joy they're not let's let's use joy actually because i think it depends what certain people might have a different coding of what that mean by happiness. But, you know, real joy and inner peace and that kind of thing is not, is not something that is caused by the world. It's the the very thing that we tap into whenever we're, our mind clears of insecurity. You know, we have that insight. Anytime that we're in connection or, or remembering who we really are, remembering that we're connected to this beautiful kind of spiritual reality that like ties us all together. Whenever we know that, we're able to sense that, beneath deep beneath the waves that's kind of our grounding and then we can feel sadness on top of that and in my experience that allows those experiences to become incredibly uh rich actually so i was i was on the plane flying to go and see a good friend of mine mr scott pinyard the other day and i would and i watched a film i actually watched have you seen uh it's one of my favorite books actually um but the film's called a the film's called a man called otto Have you seen it that tom hanks film
1: no it, it, I it's,
0: it's so the book the book oh man i can't remember the original name because the, the title of the film isn't the name of the actual book it's a really cool book um anyway doesn't matter the film's called a man called otto it's a tearjerker right it's kind of and and as with any good film i found myself you know fully you know taking on the role of um otto in this film and he goes through some really difficult things. And, you know, he, you know, he like all, all the things that we experience of human as humans in this world, you know, really, you know, the big, the big life stuff that happens. And I found myself living some of those things uh, either again or before they've happened. And I would got really emotional. And I, apparently a lot of people cry on airplanes. I don't know, if it, but I was like, I, I, it, but and I was literally crying as I was watching this thing. But the feeling that it had was it was it was really um it was it was pure sadness but because it was raw and because it was pure it was incredibly rich like it there was an element of it that just felt so like I knew it was safe. I knew it was just this really kind it was just like a really beautiful experience right now the thing with the film is we 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 understand the kind of nature of the film that's playing out in front of us. We're kind of we don't forget the nature of the film but very often when it comes to our own experiences whenever we lose touch with that true self we we do kind of forget the nature of our human experiences we think that sometimes they're not safe and when we think that our psychological experiences or our feelings or emotions aren't safe then we'll naturally and very logically do all sorts of different things to try and avoid them but the more we realise oh hang on I've got low battery not me my computer Uh, my computer I'm gonna stay on. with us it's okay, good. it's okay, it's good it's good um but the more we realize the inherent safety, you know that beautiful Sid banks quote, if the only thing that we realized was you know well if the only thing we learned was not to be afraid of our experience that would that would change our world right and that's and that that's how it looks to me. so the thing that we really want when we say realness, I love your stories because they really kind of highlight this. Christmas is a beautiful opportunity to to feel it all. Uh, and it's really funny it's almost like a you know that's like almost like a weird superstition that happens to some people who are just like yeah i'm just going to be jolly you know good goodwill to all and all that and it's like and, and there's a way that we kind of attribute that attribute that to christmas but we've just just decided as this some collective decision that this over this few weeks or whatever that we're just gonna have a completely different story about what it means to be human and how we relate to other people. It's not coming from Christmas. It's coming from you. And so it's, it's possible to, to be in, to have both sides of the coin and for there to be a real richness in that. Um, And for us to be able to honor ourselves and to take alone time if we need it and to find connection and be around people if we need that. Um, And kind of just really trust our inner wisdom on that, on that, in and, particularly in and around you know these times of year where there tends to be a lot of family interaction or not, you know, depending on on what's happening.
1: Yeah. That in, trusting it in a wisdom thing. <laughs> that that little thing. My God. Yeah. So it's so important. I think we talked about this just before last Christmas on the podcast, possibly. And it was to do with I was having some realizations around my, you know, you've got to imagine. So I just left my family home. I was Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to co-parent, wanting my children to have a lovely Christmas experience in the new world, allowing my own emotional experience, trying to get back into work. Oh, I had so much going on and It was one of those times where it's like the universe has intervened because I used to wrap myself up in so much um, doing. So, like I'd bought into a bunch of stuff, like you have to send out Christmas cards, and there's certain like gifting um conventions and all of this and and i was putting myself up against some really unrealistic challenges and expectations and last christmas because of necessity i was like i'm not fucking doing this like i i have not got a, a moment to myself i've not got anything in me to be able to write christmas cards this year and it's not that i can't be bothered it's not that i don't want to like i love the sentiment behind Christmas cards. And I love keeping in touch with people, particularly the folks that I don't always get to see or that are in far-flung places, Mm. but something had to give. And it was really liberating to drop these things that for so many years I'd felt bound by. I remember at times writing Christmas cards with so much tension, because it, it was a thing to be done. You know, um, on the last episode of the podcast was talking about the the family, the serious family that are like, "It's another Christmas done, check. Now that's not how I want Christmas or any other experience to be for me. Like they have just a, like a series of tasks. Like I have to get these things done and then I can relax because it's done. No, no, I want to relax in it. Like I want to enjoy it. I want to be present for it. So if that's not gifting in the way that i have in the past if that's not uh, writing a bunch of christmas cards with an energy of um you know frantic pressure and then, then then that feels really good that feels really liberating and it just it it releases something that then enables you to to be present to, and to gift your presence is that funny quote, isn't there? About presence not present. Mm. So that that's that's really valuable, really valuable. So a question for you is not you, Sam, necessarily, although you might want to answer it. Is like what 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 can you what can you remove or what can you let go of or what can you see differently this festive period that might open up some new possibility for you? doesn't have to be a big thing, but one little change, one little shift in perspective, because then that that becomes compelling. And you start to really create the life that you want to live and be present to, as opposed to Oh, well, here's the here's the list of things. Oh, it's Christmas, right? First December, here's the list of things I need to do. And then, ooh, right, check another mm. Christmas. When when my friend told me that story, my face kind of went, mm. I just I felt really sad. And I felt really sad one because I've kind of behaved that way myself in the in the the fervent doing of things and missed out on the presence because I've been so busy trying to do and achieve and and now with the perspective that i have and the experiences that i've had and the insights i've had that to me just seems so incredibly sad
0: yeah i think this is i mean what i what i hear in what you're saying and i love it is make christmas sacred again in whatever way makes sense to you maybe you don't resonate with that word make it special again whatever because it's if i think about my relationship with so there, there was a time in my life where cooking and food was a really meditative, beautiful, um, experience for me. And, and that's, that's wonderful. And and what's happened over the course of the last kind of five or six years as I've got busier and busier and busier is that I've been relating to cooking and stuff like that almost as like a, just a thing that has to get done. It's yes. almost like a, an annoying, like, ah, oh, it's annoying. Like, and I love, and I love, I love eating, but I've lost the sacredness of the preparing the food and all that kind of stuff. And so, and the thing is, it's very easy for us because we think that we're living in a set world that changes according to, you know, the world changes. And so therefore, then and that's what would need to happen, but it's not true. Like the only thing we're ever feeling is our, is thought. So we, the moment our perception changes or our thinking changes or our way of relating to something changes, the whole thing changes. So, you know, we can, we can go from something that we could almost dread, but the moment we actually have buy into it. And the, and the real question is, well, how are you going to, how are you going to buy into it? You know, how are you going to really invest yourself back into this thing and see it as sacred and see it as magic. Mm. And mm. if Christmas has got to this kind of, if, if there are certain points around Christmas or any time of the year, this is applicable everywhere, right? Where we have kind of lost that sense of sacredness. Meditation is a really great example of this. I mean, I would like, when I'm ever working with people in rebel spirituality, I would, always encourage people to when you sit, make sure it's sacred. And if that's every day at 7am and you're using a, a timer and stuff to like kind of hack your system and get some dopamine and sit down, then that's beautiful. But if it's become a have to, and it's not a want to, and it's not sacred, I think it would be much more powerful for any of us to sit once a week with all the, all of the like, awe and sacredness that that practice brings. Um, you know and it says nothing about whether we're kind of you know on the app with the tick boxes and doing those kind of stuff it's the energy that's behind it so yeah I kind of the ta- I guess the tag on to your question of I love it by the way like what what can you let fall away what can you bring in is you know and the energy behind that is be led by making this time of year sacred for you if if dropping you know the the Christmas card thing, allows you to have more time with your kids and that just feels right in your heart, then fucking go for it. If starting to send Christmas cards for the first time in your life, having mm-hmm. never done it before connects you with all these people in your life that you feel like you've lost touch with. And yeah. it's something that you feel would be heartwarming and go for it. You know, if, if go, if, if for once in your life being like, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's go out for Christmas dinner. Do it. If, if for once in your life, you're like, do you know what? I'm gonna have a go at cooking a Christmas dinner. Just there's no rules about this, you know. It's it's your wisdom will be guiding you. And like I always say, you know, wisdom doesn't follow rules. So it's going to be guiding you to do stuff that's right for you. Your your Christmas doesn't have to look like the John Lewis advert. It can go like, you know, I, I talk to some people and they're like, yeah, we just kind of had this conversation and we realized we wanted to go and do Christmas in Tenerife or something. So we did it and we're really excited about it. It's like Why not? (laughs) Do do whatever the fuck you want, but make it sacred. Make it real, you know. Just to just to shoehorn this back into the subject of the podcast. Although I think we've been pretty good at staying in our lane, haven't we? Make it real, you know. Honor yourself. Honor your experience. Honor the stuff that's important to you. Make a Christmas that that aligns with your values. The things that you consider special,
1: and. You're like you're like the entire thing will be completely new.
0: Yeah.
1: When you were talking, it just really reminded me of like when we're trying to fit into a Christmas that's depicted by somebody else, the John the tip is very unfair on John Lewis, but the typical Sorry, John like John Lewis um advert. It's a bit like when you try to fit in to you know whatever social codes and conventions and mm. you know when we said like i'm kind of aware of this with um, my eldest at the minute she's it oh gosh it's it's so oh it's kind of it gets you right in the heart watching it evolve but she's becoming very self-conscious and wants to kind of fit in and blend in as opposed to be unique and be herself and um you know because we have that primal need to belong but there's a big difference between belonging and fitting in mm. and that fitting in which i'm sure we're all very familiar with and certainly i tried to do that for many many years in all aspects of my life my professional life um, and that was intensely painful actually and this is you know how we end up using substances like booze because it is so painful to constantly cons- consistently give yourself away mm. so this reclaiming of Christmas and its being entirely sacred is—it's it, going to be a really transformative experience for you to to take control of that, and it, it and it will feel so different because you won't be abandoning yourself anymore, um, and and you can find your belongingness in a, a place where you perhaps never figured it would be
0: yeah yeah nice right i feel like that is a if there were ever a beautiful natural pause. place to leave it that feels like that feels that feels like it to me i do love it yeah. sometimes when we come like this like i really went out on my way today this episode had um four words worth of planning so what i quite like about them is you know last last episode 11 this episode four what i quite like about these ones is it's amazing what what flows in when you don't have any expectations and you're just being led by curiosity and we're kind of here bouncing ideas around and that kind of stuff um Mm. yeah so we wish you a sacred christmas Mm. and uh keep it real and um yeah, fuck what everybody else thinks. Do, do what's right by you, and you know. And obviously, I say that. You know, it's we again. It's a wisdom thing. Of course, we can. It's not that we'd <laughs> like screw all of you. None of your stuff matters. You can co-create this beautiful Christmas by just following your heart. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I love it. All right, mate. I think this will be. I'm just having a little look by my mathematics, which is probably not a good idea to be trusting that shit. This episode it's will not be, be our, our around Christmas. the 19th of December. Yeah, we. So. Oh, yeah, it will. For those of you who oh. are driving home for Christmas and listening to this or flying home for Christmas or just putting your feet up on the sofa or stuffing Ferrero Rocher's with Brussels sprouts, whatever you're up to right now, um, take a pause, take a breath. And just ponder some of the stuff that we've spoken about today because it really is that simple it really is that simple it's, it's just looking in a direction and seeing what you see and then responding accordingly
1: oh sam i, I, f- I felt a bit like um oh what's the word it's kind of getting very authoritative there mr sam
0: Oh well you know having a moment
1: only <laughs> moment uh well have a, is this really going to be, what are we going to, are we going to have a boxing day episode then? We are. Right. Yeah. Answers on the postcard. No, it'll be too late. So we'll have to Get figure out the what the boxing record. episode's going to be. It's oh, too shit, late. Yeah. People won't have, yeah,
0: we're, we're, in, we're too far in the future. It's all right. We'll have figured it out. We'll figure first something out. First thing is, what the fuck's boxing day? Why is it called boxing day? We'll talk about that. That's the first thing we'll talk about. Because oh, I've forgotten.
1: I, I know something that we can just, just a, a little light tickle of a tease. Go on. Because this is the 19th of December. Mm. There's something very special coming next week. Oh, God. Very special. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. Um, Sam and I are going to be doing something spectacular. One of my favourite things to do.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep
1: your it eyes peeled. took you a warm, while, man. mate.
0: Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> all right. Don't worry Right, love you all.
1: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have fun. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh.